Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tiff Totally. Tiffany Leonard here. So I've thought long and hard for about a week about this. And I've gone back and forth with myself because I really, to be honest with you, I truly, really do not, I didn't want to have to go this route with this story. But the only reason I'm a, I am, and the reason I guess I've gone back and forth with myself as well is because there's people that know what this story is about and understand where I'm coming from and know that I'm in the right when it comes to me wanting answers. But a lot of people that are, you know, not really privy to the story are seeing it as attention seeking. And okay, I understand where they are coming from. But however, I'm hoping once they hear the story, that they will have a better understanding of where I'm coming from. I'm not going to try to make this, you know, I've gone back and forth with recording this and re-recording this and I, I've written down some things. I, I, I've just, I've erased and crossed out many things and I still don't even know if I have it right. And I don't even know that I'm ever going to have this right. But I feel like I finally got this story to a point where I feel like this is a comfortable way to say it. To just get my point across. State and say what I need to. And just kind of go from there. You know, I... At first when I... I feel like when I did a trial run of this and a trial recording of this, I let out a lot of anger, which I think is good because now I feel like I'm in a more calm, same place and I don't need to say things that I really don't live a life of regrets, but I don't need to say things that I won't feel are necessary once it's too late. So I've done this quite a few times, but of course these are just saved as drafts because I did. I let go of a lot of anger, frustration, and so now I feel like I can just state this to where it makes sense to everybody, hopefully, and that, you know, everyone will understand where I'm coming from, but I also want to get my point across and hoping to just get answers. Now, some people might think it's not a big deal. I should just let it go. But when it comes to what I'm about to say, maybe you'll see why I don't necessarily want to let it go. So to start off, I'm going to say that I don't, I thought I hated the parties. Well, there's two parties involved. And I thought I hated them. I think maybe I'm, I'm very angry at one, but just disappointed with another. 
I was angry at first because it was so sudden. It was a shock. And like I said, I did what I had to do to release that anger. Now I'm just disappointed. However, the other party involved with this, I'm angry. I am angry and I don't know unless I can get an understanding as to why they felt what they did is appropriate. I mean, even if they can justify their answer, whatever they did was very, very wrong. And that's why I'm angry. So I'm going to start off by saying, you know, a lot of us follow our idols, celebrity idols, on social media, whether it be Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever. We follow them because we idolize them. We feel like we learn from them. We feel like they are our heroes. And that's exactly how I feel with all of my idols. You know, I talk about quite a few of them. One being Paul Abdul, Shania Twain, and other. Back in March, when I did the Inspiring Women, and I did the whole, like, huge podcast episode about it, and, you know, every day for 31 days, I chose a woman that was inspiring to me. One of the women on that podcast and part of that project was Brett Butler. Now, so this is how this starts. I don't even recall what type of a night it was, what year it was. All I know is very in the wee hours of the morning, I was watching regular TV. This is before I even had a fire stick or any kind of streaming on my TV. So I did it old school and I had an antenna on my TV with only a few channels. And I was flipping through looking for something to watch. Well, I came across this channel called Laugh. Had some pretty good shows on it. Roseanne, Drew Carey Show, Night Court. Home improvement. But two, three o'clock in the morning came a show I never before heard of or have even seen Grace Under Fire. And I'll admit, at first, I wasn't into it. But when you are limited of options of what's on TV, you sort of learn to love what you're watching. And I fell in love with Grace Under Fire. And I was, I was inspired by Brett Butler. I was inspired by the character of Grace Kelly. Now, I know people that play their characters on TV doesn't mean it necessarily portrays who they are in real life. But it was something about Grace and even Brett herself that just drew me to her. So I found once I got, you know, Amazon Prime and a Fire Stick and was able to stream, I found Grace Under Fire on Amazon Prime and binged it like crazy. And so I decided, 
you know, I do this a lot with a lot of celebrities that I watch TV shows on. So I looked up Brett Butler on social media and I found her on Instagram and I followed her. And she's quite a unique woman. I have to say, I I was intrigued by her posts and the things that she would share, the wisdom that she would impart where she was at in her life. I, I was intrigued by it. She's definitely a unique person and I admire that quality about anybody. And I learned a lot from her. Um, and you never expect when you comment on people's posts, especially when they're a celebrity, but anyone in general, when you comment, you never expect a response, much less a like. But I would comment on a lot of Brett's things because I just, I loved what she had to post and I loved what she had to say. And it kind of started out with her giving me a few likes, but then she would start responding to me. And I just, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. And it just kind of continued for, you know, about two years. And then, you know, it came to a point where some of us just kind of need time off social media or whatever you go through things. And it came to a point where Brett was posting less and less. But before all of that, she had made a statement that she was going to send out some autographed copies of her book, Knee Deep in Paradise. Now, I'd already had her book. You know, somebody had given it to me because they were giving it away in a book pile, a pile of books that they had. And I took it because I recognized who she was and I wanted to read her story. And again, reading her autobiography just made me understand and appreciate her that much more. But I wanted an autographed copy because the book I had is an autographed. So, you know, I sent her a message and, you know, what have you. We went through PayPal to pay for the books and get what we had, you know, give away the information that we had to. And because of that, like, the way I know it, I'm not too good with, like, PayPal or whatever. I've never really used it before until this instance, but... Our email addresses are available on there. So, you know, when Brett, like, once she set out the books and, you know, wasn't posting as much, I just decided that I was going to email her because I was concerned. Now, okay, keep in mind, some people might think this is not appropriate, but think about it. Just because she's a celebrity or on TV doesn't make her any less of a normal person than any of us. It's just kind of like if you would email your friend or acquaintance to check up on them. And she never had to respond. 
And if she never would have responded, I never would have thought anything of it because I would have maybe thought, oh, maybe that's just a email account she used for PayPal or maybe she just doesn't check that email at all. You know, whatever. I wouldn't have thought anything of it. I would have thought no big deal. Or she could have responded to me and said, you know, I appreciate you reaching out, but I'd rather you not email me. And I would have understood that as well. But Brett reached out to me and responded. And so, you know, it was back and forth for a while. I would not, not obsessively at all, just once in a while, like, I'd send her like a happy holidays message or like a birthday greeting or just, you know, like just to check in. A couple times she emailed me first. Um, it doesn't matter about what because I'm not, I'm not here to put out any more personal business than I need to. But there were times where she would email me first. And so, you know... She always was so gracious when she responded to me. Always so gracious. Always so respectful. Always so kind. And I just appreciated this connection that I had with her. It was kind of like, I didn't think of us as friends. Like, at all. Maybe acquaintances, yes, sure. But she talked to me as if I were like a good friend and that she I never got the impression that she didn't like me emailing her I I never thought she minded and so you know I got the impression that it was okay so there was a friend another so there's the the other party that's involved in this I'm not going to say her name or anything I will you know respect her privacy but she also was, you know, emailing me back and forth because when we were dealing with the books, she must have been like helping Brett out or something. And she must be like a friend. So, you know, I also had her email address handy. Um, and then I received my book and it was the day after my 28th birthday and I was like over the moon ecstatic. I, I cried. I was so happy. I, I just, I was, I never had anything received to me like that from any of my idols. And so to have that, to be able to cherish was like probably the greatest thing thing ever. It just made me feel so fulfilled. I was just so over the moon happy. Like it was, it wasn't even meant to be as a gift just because like I had ordered it before, but it took me so long to get it. Like, and just to get it the day after my birthday it was just, it was a totally wonderful, it was just so amazing. And I still love that I'm going to have this to appreciate forever to kind of look back at this and be like, Brett wrote this to me, you know? So after that, she stopped posting on her Instagram. She hasn't been on her Instagram since like June of 2020. But 
maybe six, seven months ago. I don't, it, it's really weird because I waited a while to post my book, like to social media to share with my friends and fans because I don't know, I just didn't want to have to post it right away. But once I shared it, her friend that all that was also a part of this somehow found it on my Twitter and she liked the post and I recognized her name and who she was. So I started following her and I found Brett had a Twitter and I was happy about that because I had missed Brett and her like and her posts and you know, things that she had to say and share with us and things that I could learn from her. Um, and I guess I'm not going to get too deep into what the emails were about, but Brett really, um, she would share a lot of spiritual things. And I, you know, at this like time when I first started talking to her, I was at a point in my life where I was trying to discover my higher self, get more in tune with myself, you know, follow like a path of spirituality to help like myself with the self-discovery and like, you know, heighten my confidence and what have you. So the types of thing that she shared in that particular subject was very helpful and enlightening to me. And I'll tell you when we really kind of started talking on Instagram or when we really kind of first really strongly connected. Back in August 2019, um, my guinea pig died. I had to put him down. I had him for eight years and it was really hard for me. So following a lot of, you know, Brett's posts, you know, going into like the spiritual stuff of it, you know, there's things with, and you can look it up if you feel you want to understand more about it, but like people can take pictures and within the images you can see like orbs or like auras or other images of things that appear. It's kind of like, I don't want to say paranormal, but in a way that's kind of what it is. And I was really wanting to learn a lot about that. And so, you know, I learned a lot of that from Brett, not to say that she's like this paranormal person or whatever, but a lot of the spiritual stuff can deal with that. And it has nothing, you know, it's just more of like things appear in images to send you messages. So that's how I was kind of looking at it. So when I was cleaning my guinea pig's area, you know, like taking away his cage and his food and, you know, just cleaning up the area where his cage was, I was really trying, I've been trying to take pictures to, you know, kind of, I don't want to say like summon things to come through, but I was really trying to capture spiritual objects and photos and I took a picture of Fonzie's area and 
people think still to this day, when I look back at this picture and show it to people, people think that I am crazy, but I swear to God, and I kid you not, there is an image of the guinea pig on the wall where Fonzie's cage was. I was so blown away by it that I cried, I posted it, and Brett saw it, and she, like, gave me encouragement and, you know, said that she believed me and just, like, made, like, praising comments on it. And she kind of shared a story with me about a guinea pig in her life, and it meant so much to me that somebody could understand and see what I see and feel what I feel and not thinking that I'm crazy. And so that's how we really started connecting on Instagram. And then, you know, it came to the books and then where I got her email and then we were emailing for quite a while. She had shared like some spiritual like um, websites with me to kind of read and get information from, you know, some books, uh, just you know, many things. I would just check in on her, see how she was doing. You know, I love her animals. Like, she would post quite a bit about her animals. So, you know, I always enjoyed seeing pictures of them. You know, just stuff like that. And she would always respond to me. Always. She was always, like I said, she was always very gracious, always very kind. So then that's when, like, after a while, she stopped answering my emails. And so I stopped emailing. I did. I only emailed, you know, obviously a lot of you that are fans of Brett, you probably know about the GoFundMe. Um, and that's kind of when she surfaced on Twitter, or when I found her Twitter anyway. But when that story came around... I didn't have to, but I wanted to. I wanted to send a message of encouragement. Um, I felt bad because I wasn't able to donate. You know, I to be honest, I struggle really hard myself. And, I, you know, I kind of need my own GoFundMe. Like, I'm not going to lie. So I felt bad that I couldn't donate, but I thought I could at least impart some good vibes and some positive words to her. So that's the only reason why I sent an email. I didn't re expect a response back and it's okay. I'm not hurt by it. I understand that, you know, I just thought maybe you get to a point you don't want to have to deal with emails, you know, right now at a particular time in your life. So never thought anything of it, but I thought, okay, at least she can read it. And know that I'm like thinking of her and sending her good vibes because I really felt bad I couldn't donate. So, but then I like followed her on Twitter and I didn't know if she like would even recognize who I was. <clears throat> Maybe at first she didn't. But then like I just started like, you know, just doing what I always did, liking and commenting and, you know, she would correspond and she even followed me and, like, even made out a tweet to, like, help me get followers as well, saying what, like, a sweet and kind person I am and how much I love animals and hers, too, and that kind of thing. And so I enjoyed, like, that interaction and having that again and seeing and learning from Brett because I do. I, I've learned so much from her, and my gosh... 
the woman is a phenomenal, phenomenal writer. I mean, yeah, she's a great comedian and actress, but she's also a... Wow, I mean, her writing, can, it blows me away. She is such an excellent writer, and she's so intelligent, and I just, I love that about her. That's why I idolize people like that, that I can learn from, and just like, you know, that spread a lot of positivity and kindness. Well, anyways, it was around Thanksgiving, and this is what I think happened. I'm not sure, but this is when everything started to go wrong. And so I'm just going to say that this is what ended up happening. So my ex-girlfriend, well, I'll start off by saying like, Brett sometimes posts tweets and deletes them. And, you know, whatever, it's her business, it's her Twitter, you can do whatever you want. You know, I don't care. I, I just kind of, it was kind of an eye-rolling kind of thing because it is annoying. But then again, I you know, who cares? So, like, she would sometimes post a tweet and say, okay, I'm going to delete this later. Or if somebody would comment on it and maybe she didn't really like the comment, she would delete it. You know, I know I've commented on a few of the things and probably misinterpreted what she was saying, and so she would delete it. And I'm sorry about that, but it didn't really bother me. I just thought, okay, whatever, who cares, so what? You know, it's stupid, but big deal, we move on, you know, whatever. Well, to make this a little less complicated than it already probably is, my ex-girlfriend, probably a week or so before Thanksgiving, start, found me on Twitter, started following me, and for whatever reason, she just felt the need to come and harass me. I don't know why, but it was super random. Like, I didn't even know it was her at first, but once I discovered it was her like, writing these tweets at me, then, you know, I started commenting on some of the tweets. Like, well, first of all, she was following me, and I didn't know who she was. She wouldn't, like, direct the tweets, like, at me. Like, she wouldn't mention me, but she'd write the tweets. Once I figured out who she was that was following me, I'd see her post these tweets, and... I would comment on them just, you know, because whatever, but then she'd delete the tweet and then she started adding me in the tweets and then I'd comment back. She'd delete it and then she'd write another tweet in response to what I had responded. So I started getting wise to her and I started tweeting back just making tweets, you know, in response to my response or whatever. It's a huge, complicated, dumb story. It, it was stupid. I, I don't even know why she was doing it, but I was just kind of trying to play along in her little game. Well, I don't know if Brett saw that I would say things like, you know, you you post things on Twitter and then you delete it. Or why are you deleting 
things? Why are you ignoring me? Why does it piss you off that I say these things? What's the point of tweeting something if you're going to delete it? You know, it was things like that that I had said. Wasn't in reference to Brett at all. It had nothing to do with her. Absolutely nothing. And, you know, I didn't even think about her even seeing it. I figured she follows so many people. I really didn't think, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And this only went on for like two days before I finally blocked my ex because I was done playing this silly, stupid, shitty elementary game. It was stupid. I don't even know why she did that to get a rise out of me. Maybe to just probably just to fuck with me and. She just wanted to see if I would fuck with her back and, you know, whatever. So I blocked her. We were done. But I had noticed then that Brett stopped following me. So I didn't really think anything of it. I thought, okay, whatever, you know, it was a mistake. Like, I just didn't really think anything of it at all. I just thought, huh, you know, that's weird. But then I started, like, she had mentioned a couple days ago before, like, or during, you know, this war with my ex, something about, like, the mute button and, like, you know, being attached in people's threads or whatever. I don't know. Something to that effect. I don't quite remember. Again, I didn't think anything of it because why would it be about me, you know? So, you know, yeah, she unfollowed me. I really, truly did not think anything of it. I just thought, oh, well, went about my Twitter life. But I started like commenting and responding. And like sometimes I would send her like pictures and posts of things that I thought she would like to see or read. No response ever. And she would respond to like if I wrote a comment on her tweet she would respond to everybody but me or somebody could make or say something very similar to what I had said and she'd answer them but not me. Now you guys might think this is stupid, but if you had interacted with somebody for about two years and they suddenly just like started ignoring you, wouldn't you wonder why? So I just kind of kept going on about my business, but then I started to get upset. And I'm going to admit, this is where I was wrong. I was very wrong to do this, and I, there's not enough apologies in the world. I thought about to what I, back to what I was doing with my ex, and I just started discreetly tweeting. I didn't mention any names. I may have referred to like pronouns like they, them, you know, she, her, but I never called out any names. Never once did I mention a name. And I just started writing tweets, expressing my feelings and my anger about me being ignored and not getting responses when everybody else was getting one. And I don't know why I took it so personally, but can you kind of see my point of why I was? It's not like Brett and I have never communicated before. We have. And I know that's what had to have upset her because 
I truly do not know what else I did or said that would have upset her. So if it was something else other than this whole fucking war with my ex, I'd like to know what it was because I don't know. So I kind of kept going with the tweets, you know, just to kind of let out my frustrations and, you know, and to be honest, and not even just her, there's so much shit on Twitter that pisses me off. People talk shit about politics, religion, people are dumb fucks with COVID, you know, I, I was disgusted by so many things, not just anything to do with Brett, but I was so disgusted by a lot of people that I just decided I, you know, I had enough, like I was done. I, I just was posting my feelings, not just about Brett, but just about many things, you know, because it was, it's been so disgusting on Twitter, you know, and I don't like to mute and block people because I think it's rude for one. I really do. That's just me. I'm, I'm sensitive like that. You know, it's an autism thing. I'm, I'm sensitive to a lot of things and I really don't handle rejection well. A lot of people may think, okay, so she wasn't responding to your tweets or whatever, but it'd be different if we never had a connection before, you know, then it'd be totally different. But when this happens, you know, then, yeah, you wonder why and you really don't handle rejection well. I mean, I feel like that would apply to anyone, but more so somebody with autism and sensory issues. But anyway, I was wrong for expressing, well, maybe I wasn't wrong because I have the freedom of speech, but I really shouldn't have written those tweets with it being about her. Now, you're also probably wondering if I didn't call out any names, how she knew about these tweets. Well, I'm guessing that this other source that was a part of, uh, not even a part of this, but made herself a part of this, she was following me on Twitter. And so I think she saw my tweets, showed them to Brett and that's what led to me getting blocked by Brett. When I noticed that I, you know, before I was even blocked, when I noticed she was ignoring me and not responding to me, I thought about it. You know, I thought about what I had going on with my ex and I thought, oh shit, maybe Brett saw that and took offense to it. You know, I don't know. I really, truly don't know. And that's probably stupid to think, but, you know, I'm at a loss here. Like, I don't know what else I did or said. So I wrote her a message on Twitter apologizing. Now, a lot of people aren't about checking their DMs or whatever, but I didn't want to publicly put out there, hey, you know, because this... I don't want to make anything like that public, you know, I'm not going to publicly apologize when this is a private matter. So I wrote her a DM hoping that she would see it and we could resolve the issue and that would be that. But apparently she either saw it and didn't care or she didn't see it. So then 
couple days went by. I'm still upset expressing my feelings. I was in a way trying to get her attention to read my message. And that was the wrong way of going about doing it. I, I definitely admit that I was in the wrong with that. That was the wrong way to try to get her attention, but I didn't really know what else to do. Next thing I know, I'm blocked. And I was very, I really took that personally because I have no idea what I did or said. I tried to apologize. I And I just feel like I deserve an answer to know what I did because, well, what did I do? I'm not out here to hurt anybody's feelings. And if I did say or do something offensive, I'd like to know so I don't go and repeat that to somebody else and hurt their feelings. So I feel like I deserve an answer to know what I did. And so again, I wrote her an email. Maybe she has me blocked on her emails too, who knows. But I wrote her an email just asking her like, what did I do? You know, what did I say? You know, and again, I apologized. And all I wanted to do was make it right. Because if I did say or do something, I'm really sorry. I'm not out here to hurt anybody. I'm human. I make mistakes. And if if you, you know, and this is to anybody. If somebody pisses you off or says something that you don't like, don't just shut them out and not tell them what they did. Tell them. Confront them. At least tell them, and if you feel like you need to walk away after that, okay. That's okay. You don't have to stick around in anybody's life, but you should at least give them an explanation if they hurt you or upset you. So at least they know. You know, don't just kind of walk away from it. If somebody's being annoying and kind of aggravating you, tell them. You know, try to be an adult and work with the situation. You know, explain to them. People are not mind readers. And whatever I did or said, I'm sorry. I, it, I still am. I'm really, really sorry. And I didn't want to have to release this episode and make any of this public. I really didn't. But I want to apologize. I really do. I really want my apology to be heard. I'm really so very sorry to whatever I said. And if I didn't do anything and I was just being ignored or whatever, I mean, yeah, I'll go out and say that that's very rude and not a way you should really treat your fans. Just saying. But I just would like to know what I did because I feel so bad. And so that's why I was trying to privately deal with this issue. You know, I wanted to make it right. I even wanted to like send Brett something if I did like get a response because I felt so bad that I had hurt her and upset her. So when I was blocked again, I got very upset and I was expressing myself again. I feel I have the right, but I didn't call out any names again. I never, just again, pronouns. But 
this other party involved thinks she knew it all. And she's publicly calling me out on Twitter, making these, you know, responding to me on my tweets publicly, bullying me. You know, I recently, like I said, just became a life coach. And she's saying, if I keep talking shit, you know, she's going to ruin my life and ruin my career as a life coach. And she's you know, calling me worthless and just like making me feel horrible about myself. And she just keeps going on. And you know, what's really shitty is I said to her, I'm like, please. I even wrote her a DM as well, because I thought maybe she would see the DM and show it to Brett and we can try and privately work this out. There's no reason why this had to become public. And so she probably saw my message because then she's making fun of me like you're irrelevant and, you know, you're just like really stupid. You need therapy. You need help. And it's like you don't even know me and you're accusing me of not knowing you, not knowing Brett when I do know her. You know, not like maybe as well as this other party may. I will admit that. But does she know how much we've corresponded? Does she know that, you know, like, does she even, she accuses me of prying into Brett's personal life and being a stalker. But does she know that Brett willingly shared things with me? Maybe not a whole lot and not her whole life story. And that's fine. I'm not out here for that. But does she know that? No, I wasn't prying. That I knew how to contact her in those types of ways. Does she? How does that make me a stalker? It would make me a stalker if I never like knew her email or. I don't know. I wouldn't even know how to be a fucking stalker. So I don't think she knows that Brett and I have communicated before. And if she does, then first of all, I understand wanting to protect your friends. I get that. I really truly do. I, I, I understand that because I would protect my friends at all costs too and come to their defense. However, you do not publicly bully people. You do not publicly threaten people. And when someone says, let's deal with this privately when this isn't a public matter and nobody's fucking business, and this wasn't even about you, you do that. You deal with it privately. You don't publicly shame people. And this is where I'm angry. And this is the biggest reason why I wanted my story to be told as well. Because I don't think people realize that I'm not just sharing this story because I want attention. I'm sharing this story because I actually did have a connection with Brett and the way I was publicly shamed by this other party was definitely not necessary. 
you know, when she threatened my life and my life coaching career, I was scared and I went to the police. I went to the police because they, well, because when she sent me the book, they have my address, they know my emails. I don't really know if they know my phone number, if that's like public through PayPal or whatever. But so I was afraid that they'd maybe try to send me emails or send me something through the mail. But not only that, I was so hurt by the name calling and the bullying and the harassment. I mean, it was pretty bad. I did want to press charges. Again, a lot of you may think that sounds stupid, but try being me in this story and situation. And being bullied by somebody that you don't even really know and that are making these accusations against you. But the police said, well, let's try this for now. They said, just block. Since I already was blocked by Brett and I was leaving her alone, at least she had the decency to block me and kind of walk away and not you know, publicly shame me. It was still wrong of her to not privately address me, but at least she's not going and publicly harassing me. And whether she knows her friend has been, you know, did this to me or not, you know, whatever. But I think the, if you really cannot privately address me, then don't publicly address me. So the police basically said, since I was already blocked by Brett, that I need to just be the bigger person and walk away from this and block this other party involved because they don't want it to get to a point where it's, you know, they don't want it to be where they're going to have to take the time to press charges. They don't want to see that done to anybody. You know, a lot of people hate the police, but the police are there to help you when you comply with them. So they said for now, just block, block this person on Twitter. And if they reach out to me anymore via email or whatever, if I get any mail that I'm not sure where it came from, or, you know, if. I kind of know where it's from, but I'm just not sure what it is. Like if it has their name on it or something, just call the police right away and they will deal with it. If they were to contact me again in any way and continue to harass and threaten me, then yes, I can show, you know, I have everything documented. The police have everything documented as well because I screenshotted all the tweets and, um, they basically said, you know, if she continues it, then yes, we will allow you to press charges. Since I blocked them on Twitter, I haven't heard anything, which I guess is good. However, doesn't make me feel any better because I'm still sitting here in limbo wondering what I ever did or said wrong. You know, I can't say I don't hate Brett at all, but I'm very disappointed. I can't bring myself to watch Grace under fire. I can't even really bring myself right now to idolize her and 
I just, I feel so hurt. I feel very, very hurt. And again, I don't care who thinks this is stupid. It's not stupid to me. It's very personal. And you just, you know, you got to kind of wonder. It goes to show that people, no matter who they are, can be two-faced. And I will tell you I'm angry about this other party getting involved when they didn't really need to. And they went about it the wrong way. Truly. Like I said, I can understand sticking up for your friends. But I cannot accept the fact that she did this publicly and very immaturely. And then she wants to, you know, call me names and call me immature. And make me look like the bad person when I'm not. I'm truly not. She had no idea, you know, I don't think she had any idea the relationship that Brett and I did have. And again, I'm not trying to say like, oh my God, we had this super close friendship and relationship. We did not, but I feel like it was at the point we communicated enough where if I did or said something wrong, she could have told me. There really would have been a adult of her. And I don't expect her to like, I don't have to follow her again on Twitter. You know, she doesn't even have to like communicate with me ever again if she doesn't want. But I do want to know, I feel like I deserve to know what I did wrong. And I didn't want to get anybody's attention doing this podcast. But you know what? My feelings are valid and I want to be heard because I was upset and I was shamed and I was bullied and I'm I didn't deserve that and you know I I asked the police even I said you know I have a podcast am I allowed to share my story they said absolutely as long as I don't go bullying and shaming anybody or making the situation any worse and I'm not that type of person. I'm not out here to do that. You know, and I've I've questioned. That's why I've sat here for about a week and I've thought about, oh my God, should I really talk about this story? Should I really talk about how I feel? Because I don't want to make Brett look bad. Because she's not a bad person at all. However, I'm so hurt that I don't feel like I deserve that. And she really, whether she knew knew or not about her friend doesn't matter because that was really unacceptable and uncalled for. And I really deserve an apology. Again, not going to demand anything. I, I'm not demanding answers from anyone, but I'm just hoping that this message gets across so people know how I'm feeling and people can hear my side of it. You know, again, if that makes it attention-seeking, I'm sorry. But it's just how I feel, and I feel like this is valid, and I really don't feel like it really is like something where I'm trying to get attention because I tried 
to numerous times privately handle this. And I can't help it if my messages weren't received. And, you know, if you're going to publicly bully me on Twitter, you know, come on, we're adults. You just don't do that. You know, you think all this makes me look bad, but when you go and threaten people and bully them, that just makes you look bad, honey. I mean, I done, I did absolutely nothing wrong that I know of, and I don't think I did anything wrong. And what I said I did wrong about writing or expressing my feelings in a tweet, I admit that. And I, I am so completely and incredibly sorry, but just know that I was upset. And I was upset about many things. And, you know, not only that, but this whole entire fiasco, if it was such a problem, you know, the right thing to do would have just been to come to me. If it really was that big of a deal and it bothered you that much, the right thing to do would have just to come to me. I don't understand why that couldn't have happened. So, I mean, like I said, I can't really depend, you know, or, you know, I can't really demand anything of anyone, but I, I really deserve an apology that public shaming shaming and bullying was wrong beyond all levels. I would hope that Brett, if she ever hears this or somebody relays this message to her, that she just kind of understands how I feel and maybe thinks about considering telling me what upset her. But again, it is what it is. And eventually, hopefully, we can all move on from it. However, I just, I can't bring myself to watch Grace under fire anymore. I feel so hurt that I, it would just trigger too many memories, you know, and I, I can't do it. And I'd like to be at a point where I maybe could do that again, but, you know, I do this podcast because I, I want to help people. That's why I became a life coach as well. I want to help people. I want to spread kindness. And we all get caught up in the world of social media, you know, those of us that use it. And I, I meant no harm from anyone. I don't even mean any harm by publicly releasing this episode. But I just, I want you guys to know that this is what happened, this is my side of it, this is my story, this is how I feel, and I just wanted to share it. I'm not here to make anybody look bad. I'm not. You know, people can think that if they want. Regardless of the other party that bullied me and threatened me, I'm not out to make them look any worse than they've already made themselves look by doing that. But you, I think they know they did wrong and that they should apologize. And if they don't think they did wrong, you know, I mean, if you want to talk about needing some fucking therapy, 
I mean, I don't know what really gives them the right to think that they can do that, especially when I tried. Again, I tried to, I even said publicly, let's deal with this privately like adults. And I don't know why we couldn't have peacefully done this. This is something that got blown way out of proportion that never even had to. I was so scared to release this and I'm still scared to have people hear this because, I don't know, I probably sound like a dumb fucking idiot, but it's important to me. You know, my feelings are important to me. And if I sound like a dumb fucking idiot, you know, it is what it is. But again, I don't want to make Brett look bad because she's not. She's an incredible human being still. She's talented. And I always will have a place for her in my heart. But right now I'm, I am, I'm really disappointed. And I just, I want her to know that. You know, I'm letting her know how I feel and I'm hoping that she can let me know how she feels. But if not, life goes on. It really, truly does. You know, anybody that does a podcast or writes any kind of story or shares anything to social media is seeking attention. That's all of us. So I'm not sharing this to be attention-seeking or to show that I can't handle rejection. Because I can if I knew the reasoning behind it. You know, I'm just kind of confused and I'm puzzled. And I'm more hurt than anything by this other party that was involved. Why they felt the need to do what they did. So, again, I'm just hoping this isn't going to be perceived poorly. I I feel horrible that it had to come to this, but I don't know. I thought long and hard about releasing this. I really did. And um, I'm scared and I'm nervous, but you know, it is what it is. And I just, I feel like I want my feelings and my story to be valid. You know, people can think of it what they will. I'll, you know, and I said I, re, 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 I recorded this and recorded this and kept coming back to it because I said things that weren't really relevant to the story. And I realized that, you know, I'm not saying don't be a fan of Brett. Because, again, doesn't make her a bad person, but my feelings were hurt. I want an apology from this other party. I would like to know what I did, but if not, I guess I can accept it. You know, I guess I have to be okay with that. But I, I want to thank you all for listening to my side of this. And, you know, hopefully we can spread awareness, uh, you know, to not publicly bully people or bully people at all, period. And hopefully I can get some answers and some help. But I want to thank you all for listening, supporting me. 
Please be kind to each other and take care of yourselves. And I will see you next time. Thanks.